首先请听国际新闻美国总统奥巴马星期四访问约旦河西岸期间将跟巴勒斯坦民族权力机构主席阿巴斯以及总理法耶兹举行会谈就在奥巴马会晤阿巴斯的数小时前以色列警方说激进分子从哈马斯控制的加沙地带向以色列南部发射了两枚火箭弹损坏了一所住宅的院落但是没有造成人员伤亡奥巴马总统星期三抵达以色列以后表示希望直接向以色列人民及其邻国的人民表达他
，征收存款税使储户感到愤怒。塞浦路斯政府说，国内各银行在下个星期二之前仍将停止营业，以避免出现挤兑。塞浦路斯各家银行已经停止营业一个星期。美国国会参议院通过了一项巨大的政府开支法案，给各政府部门以及各自主配支配项目提供到今年九月底的资金，从而避免了联邦政府在下个星期被迫关闭的前景。星期三，这项跨党派的投票在参议院以七十三票赞成、二十六票反对获得通过。目前这项议案被送到众议院，预计众议院最快将在星期四投票通过，然后送到白宫让奥巴马总统签字。新闻报告完了，是张燕向各位报告的。Hello, I'm Elizabeth Moore. Welcome to Functioning in Business. 听众朋友们好，我是杨晨，欢迎收听商务通英语。Functioning in Business is an intermediate level business English course. With a focus on American business practices and culture, 商务通英语是中等程度的商务英语课程。课程题材以美国的商务实践和文化为主。通过电台播音室里的采访和绘画讲授美国英语。Today's unit is a new beginning, part two. This program focuses on personal information. 今天这一课的题目是一个新的开端，第二部分，学习怎样回答有关个人的情况。Interview， 电话访谈。今天我们通过电话采访北京国际机器人公司的 Charles Blake 先生，并且听他和 Chapman 先生在一次晚宴上的谈话。下面请听访谈。On today's program, I'll be talking with Charles Blake. Mr. Blake is in his office at International Robotics in Beijing. Hello, Mr. Blake. Nice to talk to you again, Elizabeth. Today we're listening to your dinner conversation with Mr. Chapman. Oh yes, we had already dealt with the final details of our negotiations, so it was time to relax. It was a good chance for us to get to know each other better. Let's listen to that conversation. It was a good chance for us to get to know each other better. 这句话的意思是，这是我们互相了解对方的一个好机会。下面我们再听听这段访谈。Hello, Mr. Blake. Nice to talk to you again, Elizabeth. Today we're listening to your dinner conversation with Mr. Chapman. Oh yes, we had already dealt with the final details of our negotiations, so it was time to relax. It was a good chance for us to get to know each other better. Let's listen to that conversation. Dialogue. 对话录音。对话中 ，Blake 先生谈到他们一家人都住在北京。我们先学习一个句子。I've always been interested in China, and I speak the language fairly well. 我一向对中国感兴趣。我的中国话说的不错。下面就请听 Blake 先生和 Chapman 先生这段轻松的对话
to our next game of golf. Cheers! We didn't play very well today, did we? Oh, we weren't too bad. By the way, Stuart, how's your father doing? He's doing quite well. Thanks for asking. You know, I should phone my wife. I haven't spoken with her in a week. Is she in Beijing? Yes. Do you like living in China? Yes, I do. I've always been interested in China, and I speak the language fairly well. Here's a picture of my wife and our son. Very nice. Blake 先生和 Chapman 先生在对话中都谈到了自己的家庭成员，这说明他们彼此已经相当熟悉。否则，在和陌生人谈话时，不要涉及对方的家庭以及个人情况。注意 ，Blake 先生用了 “by the way”， 把谈话转向另一个话题。By the way, Stuart, how's your father doing? 我们再听听他们的对话。To our next game of golf. Cheers. We didn't play very well today, did we? Oh, we weren't too bad. By the way, Stuart, how's your father doing? He's doing quite well. Thanks for asking. You know, I should phone my wife. I haven't spoken with her in a week. Is she in Beijing? Yes. Do you like living in China? Yes, I do. I've always been interested in China, and I speak the language fairly well. Here's a picture of my wife and our son. Very nice. Variations. 词句代换 Listen to these variations. 下面请大家注意听老师给我们示范做的词句代换 How is your father doing? How's your father's health? He's doing quite well. He's feeling much better. Thanks for asking. I appreciate your concern. I should phone my wife. My wife is expecting my call. How is your father doing? How's your father's health? He's doing quite well. He's feeling much better. Thanks for asking. I appreciate your concern. I should phone my wife. My wife is expecting my call. Interview. 接下来我们就要结束对 Blake 先生的采访。Mr. Blake, you've lived in China for quite a while, haven't you? Well, I moved to China in 1991 when I joined International Robotics. Did you meet your wife in China? Yes, we met in 1993, and we got married the next year. Our son is now four years old. Mr. Blake, thank you for talking to us today. It's been my pleasure. Let's take a short break.
，Blake 先生是什么时候搬到北京的？他和妻子是哪一年认识、哪一年结婚的呢？我们再听一遍。Mr. Blake, you've lived in China for quite a while, haven't you? Well, I moved to China in 1991 when I joined International Robotics. Did you meet your wife in China? Yes, we met in 1993, and we got married the next year. Our son is now four years old. Mr. Blake, thank you for talking to us today. It's been my pleasure. Let's take a short break. Questions. 问答练习 Listen to the question, then listen to the dialogue. 下面我们来问大家一个问题，请大家先听问题，再听一段有关对话。然后在铃响以后说出你的答案。Does Mr. Blake speak Chinese? Do you like living in China? Yes, I do. I've always been interested in China, and I speak the language fairly well. Does Mr. Blake speak Chinese? Yes, he does. He speaks the language fairly well. Culture tips. 文化点滴。今天我们要回答的问题是，在商业活动中，什么时候谈论个人问题比较合适？我们先熟悉几个词句。A stereotype. 常见，固定看法。A stereotype. 比如对某个种族或群体所持的偏见。It depends a lot on the situation. 这在很大程度上要看当时的情况。We have to be careful to avoid stereotypes. 我们应该注意看问题，不要带着成见。One approach is to let the other person make the first move. 办法之一就是让对方采取主动。Welcome once again to Culture Tips with Gary Angleton. Today's email question is: When is it appropriate in business to talk about personal issues? Well, it depends a lot on the situation. When you first meet someone in a business situation, you probably shouldn't talk too much about your family or your personal life unless you are asked. Small talk about the weather or your trip is better at first. But then you should get down to business fairly quickly. When can you begin to talk about personal issues? Later on, after you begin to develop a good business relationship with someone. You know, some people think that all Americans like to talk about their personal lives. Yes, people do think that, but it really depends on the person. Some Americans don't like discussing their personal lives in a business situation. So we have to be careful to avoid stereotypes. Yes, we do. One approach is to let the other person make the first move. So you should let the other person begin talking about personal issues first. Yes, and then if you want, you can talk about your personal life also. It's important to watch the other person's reaction. Thank you, Gary. Let's take a short break.
，我们来总结一下 Gary 的见解。首先，对刚刚认识的人，只能谈论一些天气之类的话题，这一点我们已经讲过。当你和对方建立了一定的关系后，才可以谈论个人话题。例如，像 Blake 先生和 Chapman 先生在今天的对话中，各自谈到了自己的家人，因为他们已经建立了很融洽的业务关系。另外， Gary 还提到一个办法，那就是等候别人主动谈论自己。你要懂得见机行事，观察别人的反应。It's important to watch the other person's reaction. 好，我们把今天的文化点滴再听一遍。Today's email question is: When is it appropriate in business to talk about personal issues? Well, it depends a lot on the situation. When you first meet someone in a business situation, you probably shouldn't talk too much about your family or your personal life unless you are asked. Small talk about the weather or your trip is better at first, but then you should get down to business fairly quickly. When can you begin to talk about personal issues? Later on, after you begin to develop a good business relationship with someone. You know, some people think that all Americans like to talk about their personal lives. Yes, people do think that, but it really depends on the person. Some Americans don't like discussing their personal lives in a business situation. So we have to be careful to avoid stereotypes. Yes, we do. One approach is to let the other person make the first move. So you should let the other person begin talking about personal issues first. Yes, and then if you want, you can talk about your personal life also. It's important to watch the other person's reaction. Thank you, Gary. Let's take a short break. True or false? 是非题，请大家用 true 或 false 来回答问题。You shouldn't discuss personal issues at the beginning of a business relationship. True. Later on in the relationship, it may be okay. It's usually okay to ask Americans questions about their personal lives. False. Some Americans don't like to discuss their personal lives in business situations. Business dialogue. 商务对话。对话中 ，Cynthia 在公司的餐厅里看到 Doug 在用餐，就走过去和他说话。我们先学习一个句子。It's hard to tell. 很难说。好，下面请听商务对话。Let's listen to today's business dialogue. Cynthia finds Doug eating in the company lunchroom. Hi, Doug. How you doing? Not bad, Cynthia. And yourself? Pretty good. By the way, I see you got someone new on your team today. What's his name? His name's Victor. How's he doing? It's hard to tell. He's only been here four hours. So, what's new in your department? Um, about Victor. Where's he from? I'm not sure. I think he's from Michigan. You know, I heard that Mary is leaving. Oh, one other thing. Is he married? 
Say, you sure have a lot of questions. Sorry, I'd just like to know who I'm working with. Well, you know, I haven't really asked him too many personal questions. I don't know him very well yet. Oh, sure, of course. <gasps> so you say that Mary's leaving? Let's listen to today's business dialogue. Cynthia finds Doug eating in the company lunchroom. Hi, Doug. How you doing? Not bad, Cynthia. And yourself? Pretty good. By the way, I see you got someone new on your team today. What's his name? His name's Victor. How's he doing? It's hard to tell. He's only been here four hours. So, what's new in your department? Um, about Victor. Where's he from? I'm not sure. I think he's from Michigan. You know, I heard that Mary is leaving. Oh, one other thing. Is he married? Say, you sure have a lot of questions. Sorry. I'd just like to know who I'm working with. Well, you know, I haven't really asked him too many personal questions. I don't know him very well yet. Oh, sure. Of course. <laughs> so you say that Mary's leaving? Focus on functions. Changing the subject. 语言功能。今天学习怎样改变话题。Listen carefully. 请大家注意听老师说。By the way, by the way, I see that you got someone new on your team. So, so what's new in your department? You know, you know, I heard that Mary is leaving. By the way, by the way, I see that you got someone new on your team. So, so what's new in your department? You know, you know, I heard that Mary is leaving. 今天讨论怎样在谈话中改变话题。Now it's time for Gary's Tips with Gary Engleton. Hello, Elizabeth. Today I'll be talking about changing the subject. Changing the subject means moving a conversation to a different topic or subject. At the beginning of today's business dialogue, Cynthia changes the subject by using the expression, by the way. Hi, Doug. How you doing? Not bad, Cynthia. And yourself? Pretty good. By the way, I see you got someone new on your team today. What's his name? His name's Victor.
Cynthia begins to ask a lot of personal questions about Victor. So Doug tries to change the subject. He uses the word so to begin a new topic. How's he doing? It's hard to tell. He's only been here four hours. So what's new in your department? Cynthia does not want to change the subject, and she continues to ask questions about Victor. Let's listen. So, what's new in your department? Um, about Victor. Where's he from? I'm not sure. I think he's from Michigan. You know, I heard that Mary is leaving. Again, Doug tries to change the subject, using the expression, you know, to introduce a new topic. But Cynthia keeps asking personal questions. Finally, Doug is very direct. Let's listen. Say, you sure have a lot of questions. Sorry, I'd just like to know who I'm working with. Well, you know, I haven't really asked him too many personal questions. I don't know him very well yet. In business and in the workplace, some people like to talk about their personal lives and some people don't. If you know how to change the subject, and if you understand when the other person wants to change the subject, you can help avoid uncomfortable situations. Thanks for joining us today for Gary's Tips. Thanks, Gary. Gary 指出 ，by the way 是改变话题很常用的一个短语。在前面的商务对话里 ，Cynthia 为了改变话题用了这个短语。但是他不断问 Doug 有关 Victor 的个人情况，于是 Doug 为了改变话题而用了 so 这个副词来开始下面的问话。So what's new in your department? 然而 Cynthia 继续追问，迫使 Doug 又用了 you know 这个短语来改变话题。Gary 指出，如果你懂得什么时候改变话题。或者能够知道对方什么时候想要改变话题，这一点是十分重要的，否则就会出现令人难堪的场面。像那位女士就不懂得什么时候停止一个话题。好，下面我们再听听 Gary 提示。Today I'll be talking about changing the subject. Changing the subject means moving a conversation to a different topic or subject. At the beginning of today's business dialogue, Cynthia changes the subject by using the expression "by the way." Hi, Doug. How you doing? Not bad, Cynthia. And yourself? Pretty good. By the way, I see you got someone new on your team today. What's his name? His name's Victor. Cynthia begins to ask a lot of personal questions about Victor. So Doug tries to change the subject. He uses the word "so" to begin a new topic. How's he doing? It's hard to tell. He's only been here four hours. So what's new in your department? Cynthia does not want to change the subject, and she continues to ask questions about Victor. Let's listen. So what's new in your department? Um, about Victor. Where's he from? I'm not sure. I think he's from Michigan. You know, I heard that Mary is leaving. Again, Doug tries to change the subject using the expression "you know" to introduce a new topic. But Cynthia keeps asking personal questions. Finally, Doug is very direct. Let's listen. 
Say, you sure have a lot of questions. Sorry, I just like to know who I'm working with. Well, you know, I haven't really asked him too many personal questions. I don't know him very well yet. In business and in the workplace, some people like to talk about their personal lives and some people don't. If you know how to change the subject, and if you understand when the other person wants to change the subject, you can help avoid uncomfortable situations. Thanks for joining us today for Gary's Tips. Thanks, Gary. 各位听众，今天我们学习了怎样回答有关个人的情况以及改变话题的一些用语。我们学习了以下这些表达方式。By the way, Stuart, how's your father doing? I've always been interested in China, and I speak the language fairly well. So, what's new in your department? You know, I heard that Mary is leaving. Oh, one other thing—is he married? So you say that Mary's leaving? Well, our time is up. Tune in again next time for Functioning in Business. See you then. 今天的商务通英语就播讲到这里，谢谢各位收听，我们下次再见。For further study, a functioning in business study kit is available from your local bookstore. 为了帮助学习，商务通英语备有课本和录音带，整套辅导学习材料，听众可以去本地的书店购买。美国之音现在继续播送中文节目。节目内容是美国之音时事经纬。各位听众好，欢迎收听三月二十一日星期四的美国之音时事经纬节目，我是大卫。在这个小时的节目时间里，我们将主要为您播报以下一些内容。平壤警告说，朝鲜可能袭击关岛和日本的美国军事基地。另外，我们还要为您报道，美国总统奥巴马星期四访问约旦河西岸期间，将与巴勒斯坦民族权力机构主席阿巴斯及总理法耶兹举行会谈。此外，我们还要为您报道，美国政府三月十九日称，一名就职于美军太平洋司令部的国防承包商。为来自中国的年轻女友从事间谍活动。以上节目内容，欢迎收听。首先为您播报一组国际新闻。平壤警告说，朝鲜可能袭击关岛和日本的美国军事基地，作为对美国轰炸机参加美韩联合军事演习的报复。朝鲜人民军指挥部发言人星期四说，关岛的一个美国空军基地，以及日本本岛和冲绳的美国海军基地，都在平壤精确打击手段的范围之内。美国 B-52 同温层堡垒型轰炸机近日在韩国执行了两次训练使命，朝鲜对这一军力展示做出了愤怒反应。另外一方面，韩国官员表示
并表示这次网络攻击可能是从另一个国家发动，同时使其看上去是源自中国。韩国国防部发言人暗示，发动这次网络攻击的是朝鲜。据信朝鲜曾通过中国境内的网址对首尔进行网络攻击。另一方面，
。由于这项工作不在他的职责范围，毕小普搜索了公开信息，并且收集和阅读该内容的机密信息。美国当局去年十二月对毕小普在檀香山郊外的住宅进行了秘密搜索，发现了十二份标有机密字样的文件被非法存放在他家中。据称，毕小普在夏威夷举行的一个国际军事防务会议上与这名现年二十七岁的中国女子相识。不过，诉状没有说明这次会议举行的时间，而且仅称这名女子已访问学者签证，居住在美国，没有公开她的姓名以及目前的所在地等详情。文件显示，两人2011年开始发展恋情。不过，毕小普被指故意向政府隐瞒他们的关系。按照毕小普的职位和保密级别，他必须向主管部门汇报与外国人的交往情况。毕小普曾经是美国陆军现役军人，现在是美国陆军预备役中校。法庭为他指定的辩护律师说，毕小普中校为国服务了二十九年，他绝对不会做出损害美国的事情。有关毕小普一案的预审定于四月一号举行。以上是美国之音记者宇宙从美国首都华盛顿为您所做的报道。欢迎继续收听美国之音的中文广播。另外一方面，美国海岸警卫队官员说，美国各大港口防备和应对网络攻击的措施严重不足。此前，网络安全专家们说，中国有能力发动网络攻击，破坏美国关键的基础设施。有关详情，请听美国之音记者李宝在华盛顿的报道。美国网络专家和经营一些关键基础设施的公司代表，今年二月在国会作证的时候说，中国军方被揭发成功入侵美国几十家公司网络系统的事件，足以让他们担心，在必要的时候，中国有能力发动网络攻击。破坏美国关键的基础设施。另一方面，美国一些关键基础设施防备网络攻击的能力可能相当脆弱，其中包括美国的各大港口。美国各地有大小三百六十个港口和三千两百个港口设施，其中大多数港口由私人机构经营。在美国海岸警卫队服务多年的克拉麦克中校最近访问了美国东西海岸和内陆多个港口。结果发现，没有一座港口制定了网络攻击应变计划。我调查的其中一件事是，你们是否设置了遭受网络攻击时的专项应变计划，或者在你们的风险应变计划中是否包括如何应对网络攻击？可是没有一座港口设置了这样的计划或应变措施。美国遭受九一恐怖攻击事件之后，成立了国土安全部。加强了各项基础设施的安全措施，但是海岸警卫队的克拉麦克中校三月中旬在华盛顿布鲁金斯学会的一个讨论会上说，在港口实施的这些安全措施，并没有强调网络安全。港口安全由海岸警卫队和其他政府部门规管，这些规管措施注重实体安全措施，可以用枪、大门和警卫来形容。港口要负责的事情包括人员进出管理是否适当，有没有安全摄像头，但他们不需要在网络安全措施方面负责。美国国会众议院国土安全委员会主席麦考尔三月十三号在一次听证会上指出，经营国家关键基础设施的一些私营企业没有充分实施网络安全计划。
新企业没有充分参与已经制定的一些相关项目，他们或者没有足够的资源，或者看不到这样做的价值。美国国会在2012年财政年度曾拨款近一亿美元，用于各大港口加强安全措施，其中百分之六十拨给了加州、长滩港等七个一级港口。海岸警卫队的克拉麦克中校说，在他考察的多个港口当中，只有长滩港做了网络安全风险评估。而且费用只需三万美元。他建议政府今后在拨款的时候，在网络安全方面对港口经营者提出要求。前密西根州州长约翰·恩格勒今年二月代表企业利益在国会发言的时候说：“防备网络攻击符合企业的利益，但企业对潜在的网络攻击往往摸不着边企业需要政府的协助。” Uh,有时候这些威胁来自国外，或者威胁的程度让我们无法理解。但是情报部门有这样的识别能力和知识，所以充分分享信息和相互沟通很重要。Obama总统已经签署了一项政令，试图推动政府与私营企业之间的信息
通过一些小案件呢，根本起不了那个惩治腐败的目的。这不是呢，习近平现在才提的，是这么多年来反复提防，现在收敛了没有？反而那个腐败已经越来越越蔓延了。没有从制度性去改变中共不还不进行政治改革，不推行宪政的话，任何这种这个东西就是一场秀。也都也不完全排除中共未来的反腐过程中，可能也会出现一两只老虎被打翻在地，但这类老虎并非是因为他们本身的腐败，而是由于站错队而成为中共权力斗争的牺牲品。中国民众对于中共官员腐败层级做了一个形象的描述，说开会坐在前三排的人是腐败问题最严重的。北京的异议人士胡佳说：“中纪委通报的这些被查处的官员，连七品芝麻官都够不上，但他们却以此来杀一儆百，为他们所谓的反腐斗争祭旗。”他说：“前重庆市委书记薄熙来和公安局长王立军当年打黑，后来却被证明他们是最黑的、最腐败的。而中共负责反腐工作的中纪委，由于没有制度和机构对其进行监督。”已成为中国最黑的部门之一。中纪委和中国各级的这个纪委都是肥差，许多的官员为了避免双规，他愿意倾家荡产的去买一条路，买自己的自由。所以，纪委历来也是贪腐的高危地区。各省的话，纪委都有很多，就是少有的案例。于是，到省级的纪委书记这样一级的，就是抓腐败的，最后发现他是大腐败。胡佳说：“中国民间对于老虎贪腐平安无事，苍蝇贪腐锒铛入狱，形象的描述为小贪戴手铐，大贪做报告。”这位维权人士说：“中纪委这个机构本身带来的贪腐空间，甚至大于其打击腐败的作用。”美国之音杨明，香港报道。The Voice of America 这里是美国之音的中文广播。几名上海维权人士分别在上海和重庆向当局申请示威游行，抗议因参与上海同城公民聚餐而遭疑似警方人员的殴打、绑架或软禁。有关详情，请听美国之音记者叶斌在华盛顿的报道。星期三，在其户籍地重庆递交游行申请的谢丹表示，他的申请已经获得有关部门受理，两天内会有答复。而杨勤恒等人数天前在上海递交的申请至今没有下文。杨勤恒星期三晚上在公安派出所做笔录，原因不详。不久前参加上海同城公民聚餐活动而被国宝绑架软禁的谢丹对美国之音表示。重庆市管理游行示威的治安支队官员收下了他递交的申请书。他说：“呃，今天是那个呃，正式跟我那个商谈，商谈完了呢，他已经做呃正式的接受了申请，那么批准与否，两天以之内答复。啊、呃，其他的详细情况呢，呃，就不便多说了。”在记者询问接受申请书的官员的具体身份时，谢丹解释说，他和对方有一个口头君子协定，有关详情要等当局答复以后看情况再定。他要遵守这个君子协定，暂时不方便告诉记者更多情况。他同时表示，目前他的安全和人身自由没有受到威胁。
一天前，谢丹在接受美国之音采访时，介绍了他和杨琴恒等几位上海本地活动人士分别提出游行申请的事由。他说：“呃，上海警方啊，咱们我现在只能是说，呃，我估计他是警方啊，因为他们没有亮任何身份证明，然后他们在上海连续两次软禁和绑架我，因为。”呃，参与公民同城聚餐，在一起吃饭，公民在一起吃饭这个事儿，啊、呃，然后就这个事情，我已经写了这个投诉信，从上海一直到北京的的国家的有关的职能部门，啊、呃，他们都没有一个说法，啊、呃，我遵照这个国内的集会游行示威法，回到我的户籍所在地，向户籍所在地重庆市的公安机关申请这个游行，啊、呃。来抗议上海警方的这种违法，同时呢，这个敦促有关国家职能部门对这一事件、这一案件进行调查处理。谢丹星期二表示，杨金恒、张汝俊、汪建华他们一周前在上海因同类事由提出的游行申请仍然没有回复。美国之音记者星期三晚上致电在上海的杨金恒时，他只是简短的表示。正在派出所做笔录，希望不被打扰，但是没有说明是否跟游行申请或者他之前遭到警方人员殴打有关。跟杨金恒一同提交游行申请和控告警方违法打人信件的上海老资格民运人士张汝俊对美国之音表示，不了解杨金恒为什么到普陀区宜川新村派出所做笔录。不过，他介绍了他和杨清恒申请游行的原因。他说：“因为申请游行是因为就是他在那个三号的时候，他在他们派出所挨打了嘛。嗯，在他们那个派出所被那个民警打了，打了以后呢，我们提出抗议，就是希望他们有一个给我们一个解答，就是那你如果打了，你违反了那个什么，你应该道歉或者应该怎么样？他们都没有。”都没有嘛？我们当时就曾经说过，因为当时我去那个派出所的时候，曾经跟他们说过，你们如果没有一个妥善的解决的话，我们就只能上街提出申请游行了。后来他们也没给个答复，没给个答复嘛，我们就递交了，知道吧？现行的中国宪法第三十五条明文规定，中华人民共和国公民有言论、出版、集会、结社、游行、示威的自由。美国之音叶冰，华盛顿报道。这是美国之音的中文广播。欢迎回到美国之音时事经纬节目的播报现场。天津中级人民法院星期四开庭审理一起在村长换届选举期间，因在任村长。阻扰、威胁和恐吓其他候选人而发生的暴力致死案件，有关详情，请听美国之音记者杨明从香港发来的报道。三月二十一号上午九点，天津第一中级人民法院重新开庭审理北辰区双街镇夏新庄村长候选人王富春等十人聚众斗殴，致使时任村长黄双来等三人重伤不治死亡的案子。北京著名人权律师穆少平在中午休庭时对《美国之音》说：“他不同意检察机关对事实的认定，并根据当时发生的事实，强调了这起案件是由于黄双来威胁和伤害
候选人及其家属导致正当防卫过度造成的。因为村民选举产生的矛盾，作为死者呢，是不是带着人威胁不让他们参加竞选？同时呢，还夜闯民宅，去人家里边，呃，一而再，再而三。十日号晚上夜里九点多钟，就带一帮人去闯到人家。十一号晚上又把我的当事人王富春给打了。十二号夜里十一点多钟，又带几个人又去人家。所以像这种基本事实呢，公诉方呢都没有把他定性，也就是说没有认为他是本身是一个非法入侵公民住宅，你本身是。呃，伤害人身，特别是你还是侵犯了公民人身民主权利嘛？天津北辰区双街镇夏新庄人口大约不到一千人。二零一五年五月，夏新庄要举行村长换届选举，村民王富春决定参选后，至少有五百多人表示支持他担任新一届村委会主任。王富春的妻子邢小慧说，当时在任的村长黄双来依仗其跟市某个领导关系密切。在村里作恶多端，腐败问题严重，因此她丈夫王富春等人决定要行使其公民的权利，参加村长的选举，为村民们谋福祉。他不作恶多端，有可能还让他干呢，对吗？人家村民不可能出来跟他争村长，他平常贪污腐败，吃村民吃的太狠了，就说拥护他们当村长。当时有。有五百多人签字，要要求那个哪哈改选嘛，改选村长嘛。嗯。三番五次，他上我们家威胁我公公，如果说你让你儿子参选的话，我会怎么着？你管得了就管，你管不了我替你管。他就这么说。十一号那天，他就找一帮人在在我在我老公被打了。五月十一号，村长黄双来带着几十人到王富春家，把这名村长候选人打伤后。十二号晚间，黄双来又带着六七个人来到王富春父母家，并把王富春的父亲打伤。当时人在医院的王富春闻讯后赶回家，带着一些人拿着棍棒等器械，把黄双来、其弟黄恩兵、其姑父徐世忠等人打成重伤，后经医治无效死亡。另外两人被砍伤。辩护律师穆少平说：“这个案件不是公诉人说的聚众斗殴。”而是正当防卫过度而已，不能按故意杀人，只能按正当防卫过度造成伤害致死来认定案件的性质。此外，穆少平说，在这个案件审理的程序方面，无论是检察机关还是法院，还有很多地方不符合相关的法律规定。天津检察机关起诉王富春，他的父母、姐姐和叔叔五人故意杀人罪。另外四名村民也被控杀人罪，还有一名村民被控聚众斗殴罪。有消息灵通人士说，这十人当中至少有两人可能会被判处死刑。中国村民委员会选举的道路一路走来历经艰难。二零一一年，广东陆丰乌坎村民不满时任村委会未经集体同意出卖土地，进行了集体维权抗争。期间，村临时理事会副会长薛景波在被警方关押期间突然死亡。有村民怀疑薛景波是被警方殴打致死。薛景波之死再次引发了村民的抗议活动，最终导致乌坎村委会的换届选举，村民信任的吴子銮等人当选村委会委员。中国民生观察室负责人刘飞跃说：“在中国农村。”用和平的选举的非暴力的方式去进行权力的更替，还是很困难的。本来说有这么一个群体的一个架构在这儿，是。
这个价格是一个合并的方式啊，实现这个村的权利的这个更替。但是长期呢，在一个一个非民主的一个社会，那么权利的这个更替啊，人们给这人们一个长期的一个印象，大家没有这样一个民主的意识来改变这样一个权利机构。没有这样一个一个一个一个正常的和平的一个方式来改变权力机构，这样一个意识啊非常淡漠啊。大家更多的看到就是靠这个靠拉关系啊，靠暴力啊啊，然后维持维持这个权力啊。更多的熟悉的是这个权力的终身制啊。很多这个村委会的主任一做就是终身啊，他就他意识当中没有这样一个权力更替这样一个概念。刘飞跃说，村民没有权力更替的概念，关键是中国农村选举体制造成的。村长人选的选举往往受到上级机关、乡政府乃至县市一级的干预。他说：“如果参选的村民不是上级机关的意中人，上级机关就会以各种方式让这名候选人无法当选。”此外，这位农村选举观察人士说：“农村的家族化和黑社会化，往往利用家族的影响力或暴力来控制村的权利和资源。”美国之音杨明，香港报道。美国之音 DOA 卫视新增亚太五号卫星 KU 频段，也就是小耳朵，每天在北京时间晚上八点到十点播出两个小时中文电视节目，全天多次播放，位置东京一百三十八度。此外，还在亚洲三号卫星 C 频段以及十一 H 频段，也就是大耳朵播出节目，位置东京一零五点五度。详细卫星数据，请登录美国之音中文网站 voa chinese com 查询，或发电子邮件到 chinese at voa news com 索取。voa 卫视内容丰富，除了及时准确的报道世界重大新闻之外，更有很多令人耳目一新的专题特写，比如美食民主。美国之音现在继续播送中文节目。节目内容是美国之音时事经纬。各位听众好，欢迎收听三月二十一日星期四的美国之音时事经纬节目，我是大卫。在这个小时的节目时间里，我们将主要为您播报以下一些内容。平壤警告说，朝鲜可能袭击关岛和日本的美国军事基地。另外，我们还要为您报道，美国总统奥巴马星期四访问约旦河西岸期间，将与巴勒斯坦民族权力机构主席阿巴斯及总理法耶兹举行会谈。此外，我们还要为您报道，美国政府三月十九日称，一名就职于美军太平洋司令部的国防承包商。为来自中国的年轻女友从事间谍活动。以上节目内容，欢迎收听。首先为您播报一组国际新闻美国之音现在继续播送中文节目。节目内容是美国之音时事经纬
各位听众好，欢迎收听三月二十一日星期四的《美国之音时事经纬》节目，我是大卫。在这个小时的节目时间里，我们将主要为您播报以下一些内容：平壤警告说，朝鲜可能袭击关岛和日本的美国军事基地。另外，我们还要为您报道，美国总统奥巴马星期四访问约旦河西岸期间。将与巴勒斯坦民族权力机构主席阿巴斯及总理法